Welcome to the Tony Gaskin Show, best-selling author, celebrity life coach, and international speaker. The purpose of this show is to bring you motivation, inspiration, and education in the areas of life, love, and business. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Hey, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Talks with Tony. Dear Mr. Tony Gaskins, I watch your videos on YouTube all the time and you have encouraged me. Thanks. You are welcome. I'm a 30-year-old lady who is a Christian and love God. I would like to remain anonymous. Okay, well, her name is Jessica Smith and she lives on... I'm just joking, it's not uh, Jessica Smith. Of course, everybody who writes in is anonymous all the way. I used to attend a church previously, and when I was there, I was an active member and served for many years in my teenage years till I was in my mid-twenties. I met a man that I really liked and found attractive, although we never dated. But our conversations were always so brief that we never made it past hello. He was a good Christian, introverted, handsome, and served in the ministry. One summer six years ago, I was talking to one of my sisters in church, who was my good friend, who was very close to this guy because they were good friends and she had previously dated his brother. One day after church service, she met me outside the church and asked me if I would like to hang out with her friends. Get in the car, get something to eat, and I agreed. I got in, she drove, and we got to a town center looking for a place to eat. Stepped outside the car, go to McDonald's and ordered food, but she kept saying, we have to leave immediately. The boys are coming, and we walked out. Sat in the car, ate, and then she drove to a quiet area, parked the car, and just as we were all about to step out of the car, I noticed that she delayed and hesitated opening her door. So I got out of the car, and there he was standing opposite me, the man I liked. He reached out to me, I smiled, and we both said hello. But I was a little bit confused. Although I knew in my gut that this was a setup, we didn't exchange numbers or talk for long. And then his brother came, and they both went to a restaurant, and that was it. Unfortunately, that summer, I found out that he left the church with his brother, and I never saw him again, although we were friends on Facebook because he added me. Since the year 2015, I have been communicating with him on Facebook and have developed an attraction for him. We have chatted briefly, and he has been a little open to me and friendly, but not too deep. I have felt that we can have a friendship together, no, I have felt that we can have a relationship together since we have known each other for years, but he has never tried to say he likes me or even asked me for my number. I even asked him if we can meet up. I have asked him if he's single, dating, or courting, and he has dodged the question, then ghosted me, blocked me, unblocked me, and upset me. We have been in this power struggle for a long time, which has dragged on and on. I have tried to end it and control my emotions, but this is a man I have liked for many years. He is four years older than me, and I believe that God connected us together. Last year, 2017, I sent him a Facebook message and shared my feelings for him. I told him I wanted to be with him and that I had feelings for him and couldn't stop thinking about him and asked him what he thought. He replied back one week later saying, I appreciate your honesty and openness, but please understand that I am not interested in you in that way. I really love this guy. Should I give up and let go? or wait to see if something good can come out of this. I don't want to be his rebound or backup, but I hope that he is single, available, and ready to commit to me. 
Please, can you advise me what to do and tell me how this situation may play out? Thank you so much for sending in this question. And, you know, one thing I, I always despise is when, when people would send in questions to uh, certain radio shows. I used to listen to a radio show, you know, of, uh, you know, one of the guys who, who has a nationally syndicated radio show and people would send in relationship questions and life questions. And then they would just make a lot of fun, just make fun of the person and just, you know, just dog them out. And, and I realized these are real questions. You know, these are real questions. People really dealing with this and something that may sound simple to everyone else who heard it is not that simple to the person that's standing in the middle of it because it's always easy to stand on the outside and look inside on someone else's life and, and be able to tell them what to do, but then we can't do it ourselves for ourselves when we're going through it. I can tell you how to save your money, but I will struggle trying to save mine. You know, I could tell you how to save your relationship, but I will struggle in the midst of mine. And that's just human nature. And I'm not saying I, I'm meaning, you know, us as people. But I want to share this with you and I want you to, you know, understand a few things of what happens. And this, and to be honest with you, I noticed this happens with so many women. See, the woman, a woman uses both sides of her brain. A man only uses one side of his brain. So says science. Now, a woman's mind is very powerful. And so what happens is because of your clock ticking and because of the nature of your being, you desire love and you desire a relationship. That is why eight and nine-year-old girls are planning their wedding and talking about love and have boyfriends in elementary school. Before they even know it, my son, who just turned four, my youngest son, I got two boys. My youngest son, who just turned four, has a female in his class who was three or four who kisses him on the lips, on the cheek, who hugs him. When he's standing near her, she grabs both of his hands and wraps them around her waist. And at three years old. And I'm like, wow. But I remember doing the same thing when I was five years old. People have to realize how we're created and stop, you know, downplaying it and, and avoiding the conversation of love and relationships. As soon as we come of the understanding, we should start talking about love because we're naturally going to be drawn to it. So because of all of that going on, you want a man. You want a relationship. You're single, and you're in the church, and you see this guy, and you never got past hello. Never got past hello. Then you meet up, bump into him. It doesn't go anywhere. He leaves the church. Y'all connect on Facebook. You have shallow conversations. You said that it never got too deep, that he was a little open, but it never got too deep. He never made a move, never shot his shot, made a pass. But in the midst, you say, I love this man. 
And I want you to understand, I want you to think about how can you love someone that you don't know? How can you love someone that you've never had a deep conversation with? How can you love someone that you've never talked to in person? Y'all talk on Facebook, and he opens up a little bit on Facebook since 2015. Y'all have been talking on Facebook, and you develop an attraction for him. And you say, we have chatted briefly, and he has been a little open to me and friendly, but not too deep. I have felt that we can have a relationship together since we have known each other for years, but he has never tried to say he likes me or even asked for my number. I even asked if we can meet up. And that's where you made a whole lot of mistakes. So one thing I want every woman to understand about a man, if a man likes you, you will know it. He will not be able to contain it because of the nature of his being. If he likes you, you will know it. If he likes you, because some men say that's a lie because I like a woman and I'm afraid to tell her. If he likes you and he does not tell you, he is not ready to be in a relationship. He is not ready to be a man, to be the head of a household because he hasn't developed self-confidence. You cannot lead and be insecure. You cannot lead with low self-esteem and poor confidence. So a man has to develop to that point to where he can approach you and tell you that he sees something in you that he would like to get to know better. So that right there alone lets me know that you need to put on your track shoes and you need to get down in the blocks, say go and run as fast as you can and never look back. See, a man, from the moment a man meets a woman and has any words with her, if he is a single man, he knows if that's his wife. The very first conversation that I sat down and had with my wife, I knew that was my wife because we know what we want even when we don't know what we want. If we don't know what we want when we see her, we automatically know it's the way we were created. God did some amazing work. And so the fact that he saw you, he knows you, he talked to you, he saw you over and over and over again, and he never came onto you, it is one of one of two things. One of two things. One, he absolutely does not feel you are his type. And two, he likes men. It's one or the other. He either does not like you or he likes men. And either way, it has nothing to do with you. You have to be okay with whatever it is. You can't force a man. You can't pressure a man. You can't push a man. Because if you do that, you will end up hurt. What will happen if you wait around? One day, he just might get bored. 
one day after chasing all the women that he wants to chase, they all fall through, he just may come back to you and give you a chance. But guess what? The fact that he saw you and knew you not, meaning that the fact that he saw you and he knew that you were not his wife, if he comes back later, it's with ulterior motives. Either you done got you a good job and he knows about it, you done posted your brand new year-to-date car, or posted your new position, you done hit the lotto coming to some money, or he's on bad luck and even if you're doing halfway decent, you're doing better than him. So he knows he can play on that insecurity. He can play on that, that gullibleness. He can play on that uh, naive, uh, you being naive. He can play on it. He can start borrowing some money, asking for some money because you think this is your husband. You give it to him. He squanders your money on other women, on business ventures, and he never pays you back. He gets you in the bed, sleeps with you, takes one of your prized possessions, your body, then takes your mind, and then when he's done with you, after chewing you up, he spits you out. Now you're hurt, you're broken, you're lost, you're confused because you were chasing a man that was not chasing you because you wanted a man that does not want you. Now this is one thing. And this is another thing I want women to understand about men is that we hate, we hate, we hate, we hate, we hate to hurt a woman's feelings. We hate to let a woman down. We hate to say something that we think may affect the self-esteem of a woman. We hate it. So when a man tells you he does not see you that way. He is not interested in you or he is not interested in a relationship. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Believe him. Believe him. I don't think y'all heard me. Listen, if he said, I don't want a relationship, I'm not ready for a relationship. Or if he said, I don't see you like that. Listen to me. Believe him and run, 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 run. What you have to realize is that men, we are hunters. If we don't pursue you, then we do not want you or we are already taken by the one we feel is for us. That's one of two things. I can see a woman that has it all, that looks good, has her stuff together, got a relationship with God, got all of that. I could see her and I might not have my ring on. I might not have my ring. I don't got my ring on right now because I played in a soccer game and uh, set my ring in my car, so I ain't put it on. But it don't matter because I'm married in my heart. So even without a ring, I'm not going to go holler at a woman because I know I got a woman at home. And if she come to talk to me, I'm going to let her know I'm married. 
oh, you don't have a ring on. Well, it's because I play a sport and I took it off and I I normally have it on. Sorry about that, ma'am, but yes, I'm married. Just like that there. Now, I could see a woman who has it all, and I meet women all the time who have it all. And I could say in my mind, she she looks like a wife. She's going to make somebody a great wife. But guess what? She ain't going to make me a wife because I already got a wife, and she already got enough of what I need. I might meet a woman who has more, but I'm already satisfied with what I have because she got enough for me. And a woman who has more, it may be an illusion. It may look like their grass is greener, but guess what? It could be artificial turf or the water bill could be too high. So guess what? I'm happy right where I am. So when a man tells you, I don't see you like that, basically what he's saying is you're not attractive to him. That's that's really what it comes down to. The first thing for a human, for men especially, when it comes to human companionship is attraction. That's, that's the first component of a relationship is attraction. What he is saying is you're not, a, you're not his type. You're not attracted to him. If you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're attracted because men are approaching you every single day trying to get your number, if that's your case, then there's something else about you that is not attractive to him if he's not in a relationship. And if he is in a relationship and he's telling you he doesn't see you that way, but by Facebook you don't know that he's in a relationship and he didn't tell you he's in a relationship, then if he in fact is in a relationship, then he's no good man. Because a man who is committed to his relationship, Facebook needs to know. Facebook should know, and he should have already told you. And for one, if he's in a relationship, he shouldn't be having inbox, continuous inbox conversations with you. So he is single, and he either a dog or he on the other, batting from the other side of the plate and just afraid to admit that yet because of the condemnation that may come from the church or or his culture or, you know, race or people or family. And, and a lot of guys struggling with that too. So that's neither here nor there. It's, it's not your concern. But what you do need to know, if a man ever shows you, and especially if he tells you that he doesn't want you, shows you or tells you you need to run, so that's for every lady. Do you know, if you ask my wife, do I love her, you will hear a resounding yes, absolutely. If you say, if you ask her, how do you know he loves you? She will tell you of countless sacrifices that I have made, being selfless and sacrificial being also submissive, meaning because a lot of people think just a woman should submit to a man, but a man, we got to submit to our woman too. Submit ye one to another. That means respect one another. She will share countless experiences and signs that lets her know that I love her without a shadow of a doubt. There is no doubt. Ladies, if you don't know without a shadow of a doubt that your man loves you, you could very well be wasting your time, wasting your life. And as long as you focus on this man who does not love you, you are repelling the man who wants to get to know you. 
So that's what you got to realize. Lastly, I will say, God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of confusion. If God said, this is your man, you won't have to chase him. You won't have to send him a message telling him how you feel. You won't have to want him and wonder if he wants you. If the Bible clearly say a man who finds a wife, that means God has put something in a man to go and look for his wife so that he may find his wife. If he's staring you in the face and ain't found you, that's because you are not his wife and he does not want you. Hear me clearly. Listen to this whole podcast three times. Listen to it three times. Don't, don't, don't text nobody while you're listening. Don't read no street signs. Park your car or sit at home and hear, listen to this two more times and hear this whole thing again. Because if I had the money, if you got some money, call me. I, I, I put this on a billboard in every major city in the country. I make a national commercial to air during the Super Bowl. You got $3 million I could use, put it in the Super Bowl, 60 seconds, letting women know. If you got to wonder if he loves you, the answer is no. If you got to chase him, that's not your man. If he is not pursuing you, that's not your man. If you got to do backflips through fiery hoops, that's not your man. God is not the author of confusion. Hey, thank you so much for sending that question in. You know, all these questions, the very first time I read them is when I open up this mic on, on air. I'm reading these things hot, live, and, the way, and I'm answering them hot and live. I've never seen the question before, so, so that's why I kind of go on and on because I'm, I'm still processing it as I'm answering because I want it to be real. I want it to be real, and I want it to be a fresh revelation. I want it to be manna from heaven. It, 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 this is not me. I'm just a vessel. Because if this was me, then every 34-year-old African-American man or 34-year-old man in general, any man, would be talking the same, thinking the same, and doing the same thing. So this is not of me. It's really uncomfortable for me to be breaking the man law, to be breaking the man code, to be giving away the game. It's really uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable. It's a many days I don't want to do it. There's so many days I question God, why you didn't call me to business? Why you didn't call me to taxes? Why you didn't call me to budgeting? You called Dave Ramsey to, to, to money. Why you didn't call me to money? Why you called me to love and relationships? You know, you call this person over here to preach, and they preaching prosperity gospel. They preaching grace. They preaching this. And, and you gave me love and relationships, Lord. And you know how sorry these men is today and because of the sorry men we got a lot of sorry women we, it, it, the sorry women at an all-time high right now so for those of us who have some sense we trying to come together you and I and trying to make sense of it all and now it's each one reach one each one teach one and so that's why I'm here and I want you to know I'm coming from the heart but only what God gives me to say so if I ever have a misstep, please understand that this is not read from a teleprompter. This is not pre-planned, thought out. I don't have note cards with bullet points. 
when I'm giving you point one, point two, it is right off the top of my dome, but really from the bottom of my spirit. So if you have a question and you want just some insight from your brother, from another mother, just my two cents, hoping it don't make me bankrupt, please email me at inbox at TonyGaskins.com. Inbox at TonyGaskins.com. And be sure to visit TonyGaskinsAcademy.com to take Real Love University course. God bless you. We'll talk soon.